0: For 10 years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, RosieOnThehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the house.
1: Y'all come on in to my house. It's Rosie on the house. We're gonna be talking this hour about heating. Your water. And if you have any questions on the traditional tank-style water heater or the new trend in the industry, the tankless water heaters, now would be a great time for you to jump online, call. one I'm, triple- I'm here with Romy, my son, uh, co-hosting the show. We've got my wife, Sweet Jennifer,
0: and she'll take your phone call at one triple 767 4348. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Text questions can be sent to 411 923 or email info at and i And I've said it before and I'll say it again I stand by it. I would sooner give up a computer and my air conditioning unit before I give up my water heater. Yeah. You like that hot shower, uh, you know huh? that that having hot showers and access to warm water instantly uh, is, is a convenience that it, it would it would take me a long time to to retrain myself to live without.
1: Well, I'm glad you said you'd give up your computer because we had an IT specialist at the office this week, <laughs> quoting us whether we're going to go cloud based or a new server and whatnot. And after I saw the estimate, I ordered him to rebuild 12 IBM Selectric typewriters and get us all alphanumeric (laughs)
2: pagers. (laughs) Pagers, eh? Pagers,
1: alphanumeric pagers.
0: Old Uh, school. (laughs) Oh, man, oh, man. Holy cow. It's uh, just a part of doing business anymore. So you're saying I've already given up my computer. uh, You've already, (laughs)
1: yeah, you'll do real good on IBM Selectric uh, typewriter, that's for sure. We're here. With water heating expert, Mr. David Norton, service representative of Eco Water, all about water. Um, A proud, Rosie on the House, certified water treatment and plumbing specialist for about the last 12 years.
0: At least. It's probably longer than that. Yeah.
1: So, uh, David, appreciate you taking time on Saturday morning. Come and talk this topic through with us. Rosie, Romy,
2: thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it.
1: Well... It's, it's the blog of the week. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's the topic of tankless water heaters. And before we dive into that, Rome.
0: I was going to say, if you have our home maintenance calendar and you're looking at October, it says all about water. And October is Water Month at Rosie on the House. That's all we're talking about is water. Uh, but that's also the name of the company, All About Water as well. So perfect guest for our... Uh, water Month, and y'all have been a water purification specialist, but we're talking today mainly about heating the water, because it is a, a, an incredible convenience. I'm, I'm convinced that uh, uh, that that it's, it attributes to the massive population growth of the world over the last two centuries, was having access to instant hot water. Clean,
1: <laughs> clean, hot water. <laughs> Nothing like the feeling of a shower, that's for sure. So... Let's talk about water heating in general.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, again, yeah, all about water. We've been uh, partnering with you guys for quite a while now. Uh, It's been family-owned and operated for almost 40 years now in the Valley. Uh, We've been bringing uh, great quality water to families. But Dave's still
0: only 39.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you ask him, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. So we've been uh, servicing the Valley for uh, with water treatment uh, for quite a while now. Um, and, and really, uh, you know, I'm in homes every single day. Uh, I'm in people's garages and I'm seeing the trends. And I'm seeing what uh, is going on with our customers and just want to make sure that we can give uh, some of your listeners some insights so it's going to save them some money some time uh, and some heartache uh, as far as how to care for their present water heaters but uh, more importantly get them in the mindset of the future which is tankless uh, and go in that route and we look at the conventional
1: traditional water heater Uh, except for the overhead garage door it's probably the largest appliance that you have in your house it's, it, without a doubt, the most ignored appliance in a house. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> until you don't Absolutely. have hot water. Until then it yeah, all yeah, the until becomes a problem. That's yeah. right. Yep. That's yep. exactly right.
1: Our The hot water story at our house is, uh, of course, I was in the ICU unit when my daughter wanted to get married. So they canceled the wedding. And they were going to have the wedding at the hospital. So the night before the wedding at the hospital, the water heater at my house gushes. All over the floor, of course,
2: because it likes to
1: pick there the most opportune time, yes. right when you've got you know everybody coming over to get cleaned so up. Just how much boom. do you want to
0: ignore me now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but we take a a forty gallon water heater, sixty gallon, eighty gallon, and we stand it up, uh, and it takes up a lot of room, and we set the thermostat on the unit to the temperature we like, maybe a single element heater, maybe a double element heater. Uh, heats the water up and then it constantly reheats that same water until someone
2: ends up using it absolutely and and that's what i want to talk about probably one of the most uh, common misconceptions uh, that i see with the families that we serve uh and and again 90 percent of arizonans is that this is a permanent fixture in your home it's never going to fail it's never going to need to be replaced and they just move in and say it's there and they forget it. Um, examples of this. Um, I go and I see uh, folks who have built storage uh, systems, uh, storage racks, shelving in front of their water heater. <laughs> as if the it's never was... coming out. Uh, yeah. And it's never moving and it's never... The, no, the tanks. The big oh, tanks. Oh, oh I oh, see. Yeah, I, no, I no, see no. what you're Okay. Yeah. No, no. no I'm, I'm talking... That's a big mistake. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, I mean, I see... Uh, uh, antiques, family photos, paintings stacked around the water heater as if it's never going to leak, as if it's never going to fail, and it's going to be there forever. And so uh, what, uh, what we're seeing is about six to ten years' uh, lifespan out of a tank water heater. Uh, Arizona water quality is absolutely horrible. It's hard. And it, it's hard. And it just takes uh, – those water heaters, the tank systems, take a beating. And so over time, uh, again, folks, whether it be that they've never had the experience that you've had as far as uh, that rupture or that leak. Oh, they have. um, (laughs) Well, they've had it or they're going to have it. It's it's, it's, it's coming. 80% of every
1: vertical hot water heater springs a leak. Exactly. I mean, they never replace them
2: preventatively. Exactly. You never replace it till it's leaking. Exactly. And so, I mean, water is a huge contributing factor to that. Uh, brand of the water heater is a contributing factor to that. Preventative maintenance. Uh, and you're absolutely right. Uh, people are just – they set it. They don't you know, think about it once they move in, um, and, and they don't know what to do. And, and so one of the things that we like to do when we come in is just educate families on – preventive maintenance things that they can be doing to extend the life of their current tank or really look at the big picture and the long-term uh, solution which is going tankless we've got a text in here from a listener it says my
1: conventional 40 gallon electric water heater is it producing consistent temperature the first person in the morning seems to get enough but after that nobody else now i know what i suspect is the problem what would you suspect is the problem?
2: Uh, I mean, the elements could be starting to go yeah. uh, on that. He's got um, one element out. Well, yeah, yeah that, that, that's most likely the case. Uh, again, for for what these things are, are rated for their energy efficiency and, and for what that – all of that starts to d- diminish once water enters that system. And, and so the clock starts ticking, uh, and the lifespan of that unit is going to start to decrease once water hits the system. And, again, it's, it's old technology that, again, if you're talking 6 to 10 years – I mean, I, I serviced a lady the other day, 12 years, she was on her third water heater. Wow. Whew. Third water heater in 12 years.
1: Well, now, here. on this situation with the elements, I know you plumbers
2: mm-hmm.
1: can change elements Absolutely. without draining the water heater. Yeah, absolutely. but I would not recommend a homeowner try that.
2: No, 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 no. And
1: and again, take the opportunity to drain it, flush it, and I would say remove
2: both elements and replace both. Definitely do both at the same time. Yeah. If one's out, the next one's on yeah, its, its way. It's right there. It's um,
0: one of those parts that's too cheap not to do both at the same time. Exactly.
2: Yeah. 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 No, it's definitely more cost effective to do both at the same time. Um, yeah. You know, we have a lot of do-it-yourselfers who who are watching the YouTube videos and doing that. What we always recommend. Have us out the first time. Have us walk you through it. Let us show you how to do it. And then if you feel comfortable moving forward, doing it yourself, great. But at least have the professionals come in. That way you're not spending money twice uh, to get the same job done the first time. And
1: then the other part of a conventional water heater is that sacrificial rod that mounts through the top. Uh, We call it anode rod. Yep. Uh, And people will remove that. And it'll look like it has acne on it, um, <laughs> I've never and, heard acne before. That and good. whatnot, <laughs> and they replace it. And I tell people, don't replace that thing till it's about the diameter of a pencil, because it's supposed to look like that. It's a, it's doing its job.
2: Yes, if if someone has ever even heard of an anode rod, A yeah. N O D E, because people are like, what did you say? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the the anode. Uh, I, I'm telling you. 95% of the people who I have a conversation with about a water heater, I say anode rod, they say anode Yeah. I mean, they, they've never heard of it before. Um, They're not the easiest thing to get out of, you know, a water heater if you're not familiar with it. Uh, there's two styles. There's a nipple style and a t- uh, right. uh, hex style. If you have a hex style, you need an impact gun to get out, really, uh, and, and stuff. And, again, those units are under pressure. Uh, and so without and then releasing the nipple that style, pressure, you got to undo all the plumbing. You got to undo all the plumbing. <laughs> and and without really kind of knowing the cycles and stuff, like I said, uh, our best recommendation, have us out, have us walk you through to, how to do that. Um, but the two absolute best things you can be doing for your tank style water heater is flushing it on a consistent basis um, and checking that rod and replacing it when necessary. Uh, that rod uh, is, yeah, it, it's going to get eaten away. Its job is to get eaten away. That's we right. Want it to get eaten away um, but it does get to a point where if it's eaten away too much it's ineffective and and then that water is going after your tank and shortening the lifespan
0: and a lot of plumbers we've talked to if you haven't drained it in a
2: ever a lot of them will say don't do you are you you agree with that i i I disagree I, i i say you know Absolutely, be never flushing. It. Late it's start. never too late to start doing that. I mean, we want to get as much life out of that unit as we can. Um, trust us when we come in. If we see the signs, if it, you know, we see the leak uh, leaks and the rust and stuff like that, we're going to recommend replacing because again, you're 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 too far gone past that point. Um, but absolutely, be flushing. And in Arizona, I know a lot of those manuals will say one year, two year. I mean, if you have a standard flush valve on that water here, the one that came with it, you should be doing it minimum every six months. Wow. Minimum. And I think
1: when you flush it, you should put a nylon sock on the end of the hose and collect the debris and put that in a jar and set it by your kitchen counter to remind you of the yuck that's inside your water. (laughs) The reminder
2: of you want to go tankless, yes.
0: Somebody did that in the office. I'm wondering where you got that idea. (laughs) But if you've got car buying on your to-do this weekend, Sanderson Ford is not open on Sunday. They reserve that day for rest. And, baby,
1: it's head-em-up time right now. Move them out. It's Ford Truck Month at Sanderson Ford with a herd of 44 Rangers. Now, in the stalls, Sanderson Ford is having a Ranger Roundup. You can drive one out for only 28 Nine. Now, if you want a little more beef than that, how about a Raptor? They've got 35 Raptors in a variety of colors, packages, and options with no added markup. No added markup on a Raptor. How can you beat that? Now, if you're not into trucks, well, giddy up in a new Ford Mustang starting at only 22 They have a corral full of 43 ponies to choose from. So head in to Arizona's largest Ford dealership, Sanderson Ford, and head out in a brand new Ford Arizona hey y'all this is Sanderson Ford Country
0: two quick points to make and then we're going to get right to the calls we've got calls and texts blown up wanting to talk about tankless water heaters and we will but real quick for everyone that's on a tank water heater uh, we had mentioned rechanging the elements before and we recommended that you drain the water heater. If you're replacing the heating element on an electrical tankless heater, make sure you fill it all the way back up before you turn it on, or you'll be going right back to the plumbing store and buying and two more electrical heating elements.
1: <laughs> make sure you turn the breaker off before <laughs> yes. you start anything, for sure.
0: And then second- Or turn the gas off, whatever.
1: You don't want those elements heating an
0: empty tank. No, no, no. And it, 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 it'll, what they call dry fry the element, and they'll basically just... It's like a light bulb going out. You turn it on and beep, boop. And then the copper pipe out of the top that doesn't have a shutoff valve on it, that is your pressure relief valve. And what that's designed to do, if the water heater ever malfunctioned and the thermostat didn't turn it off and the water started to heat up so much that it would boil and steam would build up, that pressure relief valve is kind of like, you know, bleeding the system it, it, it allows that vapor to escape or that boiling water so your water heater doesn't explode
2: yeah the tmp valve is very important and we see a lot of do-it-yourselfers who uh, uh neglect uh installing that correctly or putting that uh where it needs to go out uh so it meets code and stuff and so very important yeah don't forget that guy
0: yeah <laughs> all right well let's get to our caller starting with uh, first on the line was darren so first on air welcome to the broadcast how may we help you do we have Derek? <laughs> yes, yes, I'm here. Yes, sir. Um, the I I have two questions for you. Well, we only have the, one answer, so hopefully it'll answer both one questions. Answer? No, <laughs> no go I'm ahead.
2: Um, the first is I've had my gas hot water heater for 13 years in my house, and it's not heating the water as well as it has in the past, but it still does pretty good for the, the two people that are in it. But I was considering going to a tankless hot water heater, but it seems like the installation costs of a
1: to go from a standard to a tankless are much, much
0: higher, and I was wondering why.
2: Uh, Darren thanks a uh, great question. Um, yeah, there's a lot to go that goes into uh, the replumbing and routing of power for uh, the tankless units. Uh, and so again there's it's just uh, there's a lot of electrical work that needs to be done if you're going with an electric wire here or again, uh, the venting and things that need to happen with a uh, gas uh, tankless system. Um, yeah, it's it's just quality is cheaper in the long run, and and definitely the systems are a little on the pricier side than what you would you know experience with a standard uh, tank style system, but it's going to last you three times as long as well.
0: And when you're talking about the future, you know, new homes you're going to see this as standard being built in.
2: Yes. So they're going
0: to be, you know, they're either going to have the proper wattage to the area or the proper gas size, and it's a lot easier to put the cost of a water heater in a 30-year mortgage. (laughs) Yes. You you, you might
2: add a buck extra a month over 30 years or whatever. One of the other things I think too, I think people are going and looking at the big box stores. Uh, They're looking at the ones that are just sitting on the shelf and and they're saying, well, hey, it costs that much here why so much of the markup? Um, the reality is one size doesn't fit all. And and so what we wanna do is when we come in, uh, we wanna do a feasibility inspection. We wanna take a look at your home, how many people live there, the size, the usage, and tailor a, a, a unit that's gonna fit and meet your guys' needs. Uh, really the heartbreaking thing is when we get folks who, who go grab one off the shelf, spend a lot of money to get that in, and then still don't have enough hot water that's gonna meet their needs because Again, they didn't customize that. Yeah, And
0: when you're doing a retrofit, going from an old to a new, the, the good news in that expensive cost of upgrading your power line or your gas line is you only have to do that once. Yeah. From that point, then it's just the water heater like it is right now. Then it's plug and play, yeah. So you only have that infrastructure upgrade cost once. Mm-hmm. So, all right, next on the line is John and Chandler at one 888 That's one rosie for you. John, welcome to the program. Hey, guys. How are you doing this morning? Good. Thank Good. you. Uh, listen, uh, so I've got a couple of different stories uh, about whether my, uh, my electric water heater, whether it's proper building code
2: to put it on the floor or whether it actually has to be 18 inches off the floor in my garage. I'm hoping you can help me answer that.
0: To my understanding, it, it should be up if it's a gas. They want that airspace from uh, the carbon emissions from your vehicle not to ever interfere with the pilot light. But electric, I think, can go just straight slab on grade. That's that's what I believe as well. Yeah. With that said,
1: I will tell you, they should all be put on a pedestal <laughs> because it makes it so much easier to drain
0: and clean. And and service. A, a traditional tank water heater. You would think they would engineer and design that whole on it. <laughs> to not be so hard to get to when it's flat on the ground. But uh, I, I think this is reason 396 now in the program to go tankless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which leads to a very interesting question I never thought to ask, but an emailer sent in and said Is there a place tankless doesn't work because the incoming water is too cold? Now, see, as an Arizona native, I never would have thought to ask that question. <laughs>
2: And you're really not going to have that problem probably in Arizona, uh, other parts of the country, possibly. Uh, what it just means is, again, you have to have a unit that can handle um, taking it from extreme cold to extreme hot. Uh, and so you would have to be looking at like at a larger unit, uh, something with a higher BTU. So, yeah.
0: Right. And the way a tankless water heater works is it flash heats on demand. So the system senses water flow kicks on mm-hmm. and in a span of you know units that are not much bigger than this calendar i'm mm-hmm. holding can, can you know takes the water from what 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 do you think the water delivery temperature at our house is in uh, arizona in yeah. the desert in the summer depending on if it's above ground or <laughs> underground it could be anywhere from 80 70 i don't know yeah you, you you probably know better
2: yeah. than I do. <laughs> well, what, what I love especially about it is is the endless hot water that you get, and mm-hmm. and that's what people you know people are looking for that instant. It's really the endless to me that is the selling feature of tankless. What I, what I the icing on the cake, so to speak, of what I love about it is the fact that you're never going to run out of hot water, uh, and everybody in your home is going to have all the hot water need you know. Uh, usage that they need Uh, so if you're running the dishwasher if you're running the laundry if you're trying to take multiple showers you're going to have that endless hot water
0: now as a father that has three
2: girls at home what is this going to do to my electric bill at the end of the day? <laughs> you know, we because, we, yeah, you are saving, I mean, you're saving a ton of money because instead of that, your traditional tank water uh, heater heating throughout the day constantly, whether you're using the water or not, uh, with with tankless, yeah, you're only heating the water when you need it. However, uh, yes, this does result in in uh, kiddos and, and folks not getting out of the shower quite as soon as they normally would, so you might have to set a timer on that or something. <laughs> what
0: about gas? How does that work? Does that save you on gas? As well
2: uh it does save uh, you money it saves money across the board okay. uh they're just a lot more efficient um but yeah the gas is more efficient mm-hmm. that
0: instant heat that btu coming from a gas supply versus electrical supply is uh
2: yeah is more Here, with the electric you're using quite a bit of wattage we really like the gas if you have the gas but a lot of people think okay i i i, I don't have um gas so now i can't have a tankless and you know there's there's uh electric solutions, there's, there's uh, gas solutions. It just depends on what you have. If you have gas, you can do gas. If you don't, and we, electric solutions. We at Rosie on the
1: House may be partly responsible for that misconception because when tankless first came out, we said often, if you've got gas, it's probably good. If you've got electric, we'd ask you to really think about it. But the electric units, have evolved and become so much better
2: oh, yeah. than when they first came out on the market. Yeah. Again, you're looking at a 30% savings uh, because, again, you're just not heating that water all the time when you're not using it.
1: Now, we talk about scale buildup a lot. And we talked about it earlier when we were talking about conventional water heaters and the scale that builds up on the elements and the the, the layer of it that builds up at the bottom scale buildup can actually be greater in these units because of the instant heating. Mm-hmm. So what do you tell a homeowner that doesn't have a water treatment system?
2: Uh, again, whether you have tankless or not, we encourage uh, water treatment for your home regardless. Again, just because Arizona water is so uh, harsh and in, in, in to your plumbing uh, and, and to your family. And, and so one way or another, yeah, we, we recommend, uh, Getting a softener into the home—it's definitely. Do you have to have a softener for tankless? No. Uh, is it going to mean there's going to be some more preventative maintenance that comes uh, with uh, the descaling of those uh, tankless systems? Yeah, you're, you're going to have a little bit more maintenance with that. Um, with the having a softener in the home, you pretty much take that preventative maintenance down to next to nothing. Okay. Uh, when it comes to extending the life of that uh, now, tankless unit, the only the only downside. I've ever heard of people that went tankless.
1: As a couple of them will say, if I jump in the shower and my two daughters jump in the shower, trying to run three showers and my wife starts the dishwasher, all those four appliances asking for hot water, it goes a little under satisfied. It doesn't quite hit the temperature. David, take us through, what questions are you asking a homeowner if they're contemplating this transition?
2: Yeah, uh, great question. Yeah, every situation is different. Every home is different. And, and that's why a lot of people will say, give me a price. And, and again, it, it's just we, we tailor the size of, of those units to fit your family's needs. And so it does factor into the size of your home, uh, how many folks are living there, uh, what your guys' daily usage looks like. Um, to answer that as far as people who have said, well, it comes up short the reality is probably that the unit that is that they had installed was not sufficient to the size of the family that they have. And so, again, we work really closely uh, with our families, again, doing a feasibility inspection to say what is the usage going to be because we want to make sure that we get you into a unit that where you're not going to have that problem, where everyone does have the amount of hot water that they need. If
0: you're in a home designed for, let's say, you know, a family of five or six, but all the kids are gone. I wouldn't necessarily use that as a reason to downsize because then if you go to sell the home and you've got this big home, but it's only got a water heater to <laughs> supply for the husband and the wife, the next family is going to be pretty aggravated or, or, or pass up your home uh, when when— home shopping.
2: Absolutely. And we take that into consideration when making our recommendations as, as well. And I think another common misconception, too, is people are familiar with, I mean, Tankless has been around for a long time. It uh, has. A, a lot of uh, uh, folks in Europe and Asia and stuff have been using it for years and years and years. Uh, they've been around uh, the U.S. since the 90s. Uh, I mean, 70s and then the 90s, uh, but they're just becoming more popular now. And so a lot of people think that, oh, I have to have a small individual unit for every bathroom in the home, and that's not the case. Uh, we have units that will uh, take care of the entire house, depending on the size of the house, again, and depending on um, the size of your family. And large home situations, you might we might come into a situation where you need two units, uh, but most of the time uh, in our, our standard size homes, uh, one unit's is going to do the job.
1: We're here with David Norton, service representative for All About Water, Rosie Certified Water Treatment and Plumbing Specialist. And you've brought up a point that we actually have a question online. Um, the other thing I hear sometimes, people who have switched, they say, well, it's instant, it's instant hot water. They have that in their mind. Mm-hmm. But the, the instant water heater is still in the garage. And the master bedroom is still on the opposite side of the house. So they they assumed with an instant water heater, the second they turn the hot water on in the master bedroom, they were going to get hot water. So we've got Dan online that wants to talk about how do you marry a tankless water heater to a water circulation pump? Good morning, Dan. Good morning. What are you trying to solve with the house?
2: Well, I have over the years thought about putting one in uh along with a soft water loop but um one of the things that i just assumed was you couldn't get if you put your uh instant your instant hot water tank in the garage where the old one was then you can't get uh instant hot water when you wake up in the morning and you want to take a shower Great question. Um, yeah, great question, Dan. Yeah, and, and the reality is whether it be a, a traditional tank system or the tankless, you are getting instant hot water coming out of that unit when you turn it on. The problem is is the length of your home and in the lines and getting that hot water to where you need to go and the time it takes to do that. And so, yeah, we recommend either with your traditional tank systems a recirculating pump, uh, or again with a recirculating system with the tankless as well. That's going to give you that hot water loop throughout the home. So. So that you do get that instant, that quote, instant hot water within seconds. You can marry yep, the, the
1: tankless with a circulation pump. Yep.
2: Yeah. And then again, to keep that energy cost down, um, what's really great is within the tankless systems, there's a lot of um, new technology with apps uh, and everything where you can really customize and tailor the time that you need that hot water to make sure that you have the instant hot water wherever you need it, when you need it. Yeah.
1: All right, David. If someone wanted a free at-home analysis of the feasibility of going tankless, how would they get in touch with you?
2: Uh, Give us a call. Uh, We are actually – we got our our office team. They're fantastic. They're wonderful. They're working right now. They're in the office in Chandler. Uh, You can get a hold of them at 480 892 7556, and they'd be happy to talk to you and happy to schedule a time to, I mean, whether it be, you know, tankless or have us out and let's take a look at what you got. Uh, I mean, depending on your your um, uh, your budget situation right now, maybe we can squeeze some life uh, out of your existing tank system uh, by doing some preventative maintenance. Uh, maybe it is time to switch. Maybe you're saying, hey, I'm done uh, worrying about this thing leaking, bursting, um, and I'm, I'm ready to go tankless right now. Give us a call. We'll come out. We'll take a look.
1: Well, and if your conventional tank tank goes out before you just jump to replace that, I think you really ought to owe it to yourself to research the tankless option. Uh,
2: Absolutely. And and that's the hard thing. If it goes out and now the (laughs) clock's ticking, I I want that hot water and and I need it now. So before that happens, because of course nobody has a crystal ball as far as how long that's unit is going to last, give us a call and let's take a look at it so that you have options. Uh, You know, if if it's still working, then we got some time to figure this out so you can budget for it. Uh, We have financing options available as well. Uh, But again, for folks to start, you know, yeah, my next water heater, you know, purchase is going to be tankless, and I need to start planning for that. Um, one of the things I haven't even had a chance to get to that I've been seeing all summer, which is really kind of scary, is the bacteria uh, that's growing in our tank systems and the danger that that uh, poses to our families. Uh, what's going on is we have bacteria in all of our water, and and whether you know it or not, it's, it's there in Arizona. Under the right conditions, that bacteria is going to grow, and so what you know, who needs scalding hot water in the middle of summer in Arizona, right? So what we do is we turn those tanks down and what we're doing in actuality is we're creating an incubator for that bacteria to grow, so that what's happening is we're coming in contact with, we're checking these water heaters, and we're seeing this bacteria. Uh, the bacteria that we're really uh, worried about is called Legionella. If you guys have heard of Legionnaires' disease, yeah. um, and that's a bacteria that they're finding in our water heaters when the heat is not cranked up enough. Uh, yeah. And so you want, definitely want folks want to have us come out, check for that, uh, look to see if that's an issue when you go tankless. You eliminate that storage tank, and you eliminate the possibility of that bacteria forming uh, in the tank. Uh, the only way to really kill that bacteria is to crank your heat up to 140 degrees or higher and sanitize the tank. Well, now you're back to that energy issue that we have with those tank systems, where you're even causing more energy. You know, you're paying more money to heat that tank throughout the day, whether you're using it or not, to ensure that that bacteria is killed. And I don't do tank water heaters even go
0: up to 140 degrees. I think oh. a lot of them have safety valves. That yeah,
2: we, we crank them to the, the highest and we encourage folks to, to be monitoring that with a, with a thermometer to make sure that it's getting that because that's the only way to guarantee the long-term solution to, to that bacteria and making sure that you guys are safe is, is tankless, is, is eliminating that storage tank. I need to get
1: in touch with Phoenix Fire Department because for a long time they were saying, don't set your water heater, thermostat above what it takes to melt Instant coffee crystals mm. to prevent you from ever scalding yourself or your child or your grandchild. But again, I think I think they've rescinded that because of this bacteria issue.
2: Well, and again, as as um, as re- new regulations are coming out to make these things more energy efficient, your, the cost of your your traditional tank system is going to continue to go up. And again that's why we're I think we're seeing the bacteria is because again we're trying to be more energy energy efficient we're turning it down um, anytime we have to turn those heaters up to combat this problem we really try to spend some time educating the families to understand that hey you got little ones you got kids what yeah. what used to be hot is now going to be scalding hot and again it's it's just another headache that comes with the tank system that again you can eliminate with tankless David Norton with All About Water. And again, the contact phone number? 480-892-7556. Monday through Saturday. We're, again, in the office right now, ready to take your call. And we got a mountain of emails and texts, all water heater
0: related. We're going to rifle through right after this. Me mind and fire. Me soul and fire. Feeling hot, hot, hot. And that's what we want our water to be when we turn that H valve. Gary had a good question and before we get to the rest of our emails we've talked about all the maintenance of a traditional tank water heater what kind of maintenance is there on a tank list
2: yeah and that's why we really encourage folks to to combo if they if they don't already have a <clears throat> excuse me, a softener uh, in their home to go ahead and uh, look into that as well. With a, having a water softener system with tankless, the maintenance is, is next to nothing. Uh, without that, yeah, you are going to have some, some scaling issues where you need to do a descaler uh, once a year, uh, give or take, to make sure that you're taking care of that. All right. Uh, first email
0: question here. Uh, getting ready to take a shower. This person has a tankless water heater. I turn on the water. To it gets hot, and then I put, it, I put it down to where it's more comfortable. And inevitably, it goes cold on me right about the time I've got shampoo in my hair and soap on my body. And I have to stand off the side and wait for it to catch back up. Now, she says, my husband says it never happens to him. And she, my first thought was, well, she must take longer. But she follows right up and says, and he's in there longer than me. <laughs> He thinks it's because I warm it up first, then turn it down. I've tried it the same way he does it, and it's not every time. But uh, simple question: what gives?
2: <laughs> That's a great question. I and I don't. I think without having, unfortunately, without having eyes on their situation as far as the size of their unit, and what's going on. I, I don't know if I could answer that uh, just over the radio. But yeah,
0: could be properly incised.
2: Possibly. Could, yeah. Yeah. Not sure.
0: Could be the manufacturer. Like you said, not all manufacturers are created equal. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them might, you know, it, it might be a situation where it runs strong, great for eight minutes, and then it do, it doesn't work so good after an eight minute run, or has to catch back up with mm-hmm. itself. So it's going to take a diagnostic, and you can uh, reach David at All About Water.
2: Yep, All About Water four eight zero eight nine two seven five five
0: six. And you said y'all have someone there Saturday this morning.
2: Oh yeah, we got our whole team out there right now. They're they're now. Do y'all uh, typically our, the customers hmm?
0: work on Saturdays, or is that yep. just unique for today? Okay, yep.
2: every Saturday, not a full day, but they're, we're we're out there again Monday through Saturday. Um, the the ladies and there are happy to take your call.
0: Uh, next text question: Buenos dias. Thanks for providing a wonderful show. Thanks for the compliments. Question: Will a tankless water heater be able to keep up with two people taking a shower while doing laundry? or do you have to then create your whole day around a water using schedule?
2: No, again, absolutely. With, with the right size unit, you're, you're not gonna have any problems. So again, it just really is making sure that you tailor the size of the unit for your needs. And again, that's what our goal is when we come out is to find out again, how many folks are in the home, size of the home, what you guys are gonna need So no, that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, then this next question, they have a tank water
0: heater. They can tell it's about to go out. What should I look for in a tankless water heater? Uh,
2: again, brand. Um, we, what we were, brands we, do you like? Yeah, we, we worked really extensively to find, again, you know, quality is cheaper in the long run. And and so it's definitely always worth, you know, especially if you're going to be be making an investment uh, to find the right brand the first time and it's going to last you and take care of you. Uh, We, uh, two of the brands we use are Navian and uh, True Tankless, which is a local company and they're fantastic and we love them. And uh, yeah, so uh, that's the brand is one of it. Uh, Again, size of the unit is is another uh, just to make sure again, you guys are getting the the right usage that you, or the right amount of hot water you need. You
0: know, there's a science to calculating water flow and water volume and water usage, and you know it, it does take that extra step mm-hmm. to make sure you get it done right.
2: Yeah, then that's the biggest difference between again just pulling something off the shelf, uh, and and just going with the cheaper option and hoping that that's gonna you know no it's we got to fine tune it a little bit more than that.
1: Now for that homeowner who is suspicious that their conventional tank is about ready to go out, my advice to them would be. Don't make eye contact with it. <laughs> just do, don't touch it. Just sneak by it and don't even let it know you're there.
2: Oh, the fact that he talked about it means it's it's leaking right now. Oh man. Yeah, it just, you know. Do not
1: make eye contact with that water <laughs> heater. Just, just but if you're gonna leave for the weekend, I would definitely turn the water heater off and turn the water flow off. That's for sure. If you're suspicious that it's that close. Watch out, baby. Because then
0: if a leak came, all that would wet would be what was in the tank. If you turn the valve off. But if you left it on, that water's just going to com- flow ten- continually until somebody comes and shuts it off yeah. for you. And, don't it, don't make
1: eye contact.
2: And, <laughs> and that's where again, if you are not regularly, I love that. If you're not regularly uh, again servicing your your water here, doing the preventative maintenance, if it's been more than two years since that thing's been installed and looked at, you need to have us out. Uh, we need to be inspecting the shutoff valve to make sure that that's working properly. Uh, we need to make sure that, that everything's tip-top. Otherwise, you could have a big flood problem, heartache on your, your hands. Yeah, and even in that instance,
1: y'all, when they do it, sometimes they go in there and they turn down the lights, and they light incense, and they, you know, they, they talk the water heater through the whole issue. So be careful. Well, we're
0: very gentle. <laughs> All About Water, you can find them at Rosie on thehouse.com.